Did you know today is episode 50? I did. And I also know it's your birthday. (laughs) The day that this published will be my birthday. It is not actually my birthday today. (laughs) We're recording, but I'm going to pretend like it is. Yeah, we can act like it. It's your birthday (laughs) week now. Yeah, you're right. It's official. We're exactly one week out. day so yeah it's my birthday week you're right um well welcome to (laughs) girls gone spooky episode 50 um which is really 10 of season two but it's exciting that it's 50 episodes Uh um i'm olivia and i'm amy and we're back we're back um okay we are talking today about haunted I categorize it like eBay items, but it's not like specifically eBay. It's just like haunted shit you find online. Um, I also like cheated a little bit and some of it's like thrift store stuff, but I feel like it's kind of the same violence hand things Mm -hmm. that are haunted. Yes. Um, But before we jump into that, I have an update or something upcoming that's relevant to last week's episode, which was Mm -hmm. haunted theaters Mm -hmm. AKA spooky little thespians. Um, (laughs) So I am going to a like haunted experience in a theater next Tuesday. How cool. Wow. So it's called, yeah, it's called Alone in the Dark at the Elgin and Winter Garden Theater. And Mm -hmm. I'm just going to read the description because it just like sounds so like, it just sounds really cool. I'm really excited. That is so So, cool. It says, join us for a once in a lifetime paranormal adventure as we explore Toronto's famously haunted theater and national historic site, the Elgin and Winter Garden. Small groups, 12 guests or fewer, will have exclusive access to investigate the empty theaters and ornate lobbies in the dark. Stand in the exact locations that have made the theater a paranormal hotspot as we share the building's chilling ghost stories and history. Throughout Mm -hmm. the evening, we will also trace humanity's attempts to contact the other side from ancient (sighs) times up till today. As we experiment with different communication methods, we will try... Oh, sorry. Will any of the theater's ghosts answer back? Each group will have a unique, unpredictable experience while investigating the building. This unforgettably eerie evening at the only operational and haunted double-decker theater in the world will delight ghost story enthusiasts, paranormal investigators, avid theater goers, urban explorers, or anyone with a curiosity about the unknown. So, yeah. People are like, this is such a cool experience. Like as someone who already believes in the paranormal, there it's not gimmicky. Like it's very much like creepy and like also very historical and just kind of cool. So I'm really excited, and so I will definitely do a quick little segment at the beginning yes. of the next episode Please. after. I That's go. so exciting! Yeah, <laughs> how fun! And then there's one other one that I want to go do, and I just haven't figured out when I'm going to go or who I'm going to go with. Because this one, I'm going with a friend of mine and his girlfriend. So it's just going to be the three of us. Mm -hmm. The other one is um, called the Howland Inn Seance. And it looks so creepy. I can read this one too, because it's like, Is it a Um, seance? Yeah, but it's like a recreation (laughs) of a Victorian seance. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, And it looks like... (laughs) 
people's comments look really scary. So it just says once in a lifetime experience, James invites uh, groups of 16 to 18 guests to a chilling recreation of an authentic Victorian seance, terrifying participants in Toronto. And from blog to which is like one of the larger, like, it'd be like thrillist or like mm-hmm. one of those like po- very popular, like urban to do sites. Yeah. Um, says one of the guys in our group started feeling nause- nauseous and then started crying and couldn't stop. I'm not going oh, to be God. able to sleep for a couple of days at least. <laughs> um, Yikes. Yeah. Uh, d- d- I'm trying to see if there are any other, like, yeah. Anyway. Um, it's like a soul, like people call it like a soul shaking psychological. Oh my God. <laughs> scary. And it runs through November 26th. So I'm like, okay. I'm, and they made the price $66 and 66. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sick. yeah. Wow. Um, that would so be fun. cool, but scary. But I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do it. The seance one, I don't know. I feel like I'd be the one to get possessed <laughs> if we went to that together. Probably, <laughs> so yeah. you got to be That's careful. Right. I will be careful. I'm going to ward myself before yeah. I go in. Good idea. Um, pray to Jeebus or whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> I honestly was thinking about maybe just going alone. And then someone was like, uh, it's not the best neighborhood. And so I was oh. like, okay, maybe yeah. I won't go alone. So I'm yeah. going to recruit someone to go with me. Yes. But I'm not sure yet. Okay. Gonna pick an unlucky volunteer. <laughs> Maybe someone who doesn't believe in these things, mm-hmm. or they ruin it. It's hard to say. I wish my brother were around because I feel like I could strong arm him into going, and then <laughs> he'd be scared shitless. But he'd be like, "That was like, that was so dumb and fake." <laughs> I'd be like, "Yeah, okay, you were like uh-huh. shaking, but sure." <laughs> Yeah, um, whatever you got to tell yourself. Sorry, really just like outing my brother here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jordan. Sorry. Jordy, little Jordy. <laughs> um, okay, so today's episode, back to our topic, yes. is haunted, we'll call it secondhand items. Okay, good idea. Um, And I go first this week. Yes. Also, um, really quick. I am going to mute myself. So if I forget oh, yes. to push unmute, <laughs> I apologize. In advance. There's yes. a dog here and I can't breathe. So <laughs> I'm going to be like, what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Here we go. Yikes. Um, okay, so this is from a blog that actually did a really good job of summing up a bunch of, like, just kind of like a, an overview of a bunch of spooky thrift store buys. Um, so the article is called, called Don't Get Spooked. Your next thrift store buy could be haunted. And it's by Jesse Shu. Shu. Um, Okay, so I'm just going to read through most of the article. I'm, like, going to paraphrase some of it, but there's, like, there are a lot of just, like, creepy little things I thought would be a good way to start. So first came the shadows, then the tingling sensations in their arms and shoulders. When strong waves of old-fashioned grandma perfume began randomly permeating their home in Stockton, California, the couple knew the items they bought were haunted, and they had to get rid of the Ziploc bag of St. Metals and cheap jewelry they purchased three days earlier from a thrift store. 
as a side note, I feel like buying anything religious is like a mm-hmm. little bit asking for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that's a risky purchase. Yeah, that's a risky purchase. <laughs> um, okay, as the husband chronicled on an anonymous message board for ghost stories, they felt a bit silly chucking the baubles in the dumpster at their condominium complex, but their instincts were right. The moment the trinkets were removed from their house, the energy felt normal again. It was like a weight was lifted, the husband recalled. The place seemed lighter. There was no denying that something was different. The couple's verdict, the bag of jewelry they'd bought from the thrift store had been haunted. And their story is not unique, nor is it, if you believe in the paranormal, hard to believe. Uh, Thrift stores are full of antiques and secondhand items for sale that are, quote, haunted, which we buy despite not knowing anything about who used them, what happened to them, and perhaps most importantly, why they ended up being donated. When you think of it that way, it's not so hard to imagine that at least some of those goods contain ghosts. Consider it your free gift with purchase. The (laughs) internet is rife with accounts from people claiming to have bought haunted secondhand goods from porcelain teacups to Brooks Brothers pants. Paranormal forces, it seems, can inhabit pretty much anything. Thrift shoppers have reported buying flags that brought them bad luck, old books with sinister vibes, which we've talked about on a past Mm -hmm. episode. And wall organizers that left spontaneous scratches on their arms. Like, no thank you. Mm -mm. A bargain-loving grandmother once bought Christmas ornaments from a thrift shop that she believed were possessed, making her bed bounce up and down in the middle of the night and (laughs) flinging all of her kitchen cupboards open at Mm -mm. once. Mm -mm. (laughs) It's just like an old lady. Like, I feel like it's just like, why would she make that up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, big yikes. Some people like the idea of owning something with spirits in it. A doll collector named Ollie frequently buys new toys for his collection from thrift stores, knowing for sure they're haunted. Hmm. I know this, he wrote, because I sometimes watch them move or change expressions. Hmm. (laughs) Not that I necessarily, like, trust someone who's a self-titled doll collector, but at the same time, (laughs) that's a creepy concept at the very least. That really is. Yeah. Um, A vintage collector with a fondness for clothing from the 1930s and 40s was elated when she discovered a U.S. Navy sailor top from World War III at a thrift store. Again, risky. Um, World War III? Sorry. She's she's predicting the future. (laughs) (laughs) No! Send help! World War II! Oh my god! That was scary. I don't want to think about that. No. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Can you tell what I've been, like, reading in the news? Oh, man. Anyway, sorry. U.S. Navy sailor top from World War II. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. All I could think of was what stories this particular piece of clothing could tell me if it could talk, she wrote on Reddit. When she tried it on, it left her with an extremely heavy feeling that started at her head and creeped down through the rest of her body. It sort of felt like I was a stranger in my own mind and that someone else was in my body, she wrote. I had to sit down. It was that heavy and overwhelming. She bought the top and claims she still wears it from time to time. In fact, it turns out selling haunted things can also be good for business. A thrift store in North Carolina learned this last month. This was written in 2020, by the way. When it acquired a 1950s bedroom set that was, according to its previous owner, possessed with evil spirits. (laughs) The restore, run by Habitat for Humanity of Rowan County in North Carolina, listed the two-piece set consisting of a queen canopy bed and a high boy chest of drawers. 
for $1,000 and taped a sign next to it that read, please note, previous owner owner reports that the high boy is haunted. He reports continuous nightmares for he and his wife while it was in their room. He also reports that dogs would not stop barking at it, which like, (laughs) honestly, there's a photo of it and it looks fucking haunted. I'll (laughs) put on Instagram for sure because it's creepy yeah. as AF. Please do. Um, What's a is a high boy like a four poster bed or what? What is a no, high boy? No, high boy is like a chest of drawers. It's one of those oh. like kind of skinny, tall mm-hmm. ones. That's a high boy. Okay. Um, it's got like the three little ones on the top, and then like two, and then one, one, one. Yeah. Okay. Down. I can picture. That. Um. Yeah. So I'll definitely post that on on the Instagram because it looks fucking. Ominous. Um, Goddamn. It wasn't long. Yeah, it wasn't long before shoppers took notice of the quirky and possibly spirit-infested store display. That same day, news of it went viral. It sold the following morning. The consignment furniture showroom in Waco, Texas, is known for a while that ghostly items can be a coup for business. Since August 2007, they've had an antique couch in their showroom that everyone, including the store's owners, is pretty sure is haunted. There's good haunted and there's bad haunted, and this is bad haunted. Showroom co-owner Dean McNeil told, okay, whatever, which is the blog title, which is (laughs) hilarious. Yeah. bad things happen to people that have this couch it's all negative mcneil who was there the day the couch was donated said it has erased data on the store's computers stopped television studio clocks from working and ruined video footage taken by newscasters and they literally have a sign on the couch that says haunted so (laughs) which i love (laughs) so um okay um yeah, and it looks very, we'll post this on the Instagram too. It looks very unassuming, but it apparently is haunted as shit. <laughs> he also suspects the haunted piece of furniture to be behind the misfortune that has beha- befallen those who've interacted with it. Within a short time of sitting on it, moving it, or spending significant time around it, people have gotten into car accidents, fallen through roofs, broken <laughs> bones, and received terminal cancer diagnoses. Whoa. <laughs> That's weird. Weird as that. Um, And then another quote from McNeil, we obviously don't know if the couch actually caused it, but like I said, nothing good has ever happened around it. So we just stay Mm -hmm. away from it. It helps that it looks creepy. There's a hole in the back of the couch that could have been made by a bullet and a stain that a ghost hunting team confirmed is old blood. Paranormal investigators, yeah. Paranormal investigators once left motion activated cameras pointed at the couch overnight and ended up recording 16 hours of footage, even though nothing seemed to have been happening to the naked eye. If you pointed the camera away from the couch, the camera would stop. If you pointed the motion-sensitive camera at the couch, then it would start recording. Hmm. That's bizarre. Yeah, and it's motion detected. Yeah. So something was moving. Moving, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, creepy. Wait, this is Uh, in a thrift store? Yeah, consignment furniture showroom in Waco. Burn it. (laughs) Get rid of that. Just fucking burn it, guys. What are we doing? Why? Yeah. Um... Okay, so uh, despite this, the consignment furniture showroom has held on to the beige upholstered three-seater for the last 12 years. <laughs> like, no one's buying it. Abandon it. Mm-hmm. Uh, conspicuously marked with an orange laminated sign that reads, Haunted Sofa, they keep it safely away from their electronics in the back of the store, down at the end of one of the rows of sofas, so that way we don't have to be around it very much. <laughs> 
Over the years, Word of the Haunted Couch has brought droves of curious customers and paranormal seekers to the 25,000 square foot showroom in the heart of Texas. We have people all the time coming by to see it. They take pictures with it and stand right next to it. Dumb. <laughs> Some people are even brave, brave enough to sit on it and get their picture taken, McNeil said. <laughs> The consignment furniture showroom has received plenty of offers from people wanting to buy the haunted couch, but they've turned them all down. We <laughs> like it because people come in from all over the United States to see it, he, he said. So for now, we're holding on to it. That actually oh, makes sense. Yeah, it's a business um, thing. It, yeah, it brings people into the store. Mm-hmm. Um, if the store ever does decide to sell it, McNeil said the first person they'll offer, offer the couch to is the man who has a $3,500 standing bid on it. So there's a guy wow. who basically has it like earmarked yeah. for it. Hmm. Um, if, you're, if you're spooked about the prospect of buying haunted thrift goods, there are a few precautions you can take. This is interesting. According to religious pundits like the televangelist Pat Robertson, you can clear negative energy or, quote, demons from an object by saying a prayer or blessing over it. Those who are more new age inclined can grab a wand of sage, cedar or palo santo and symbolically, symbolically, quote, smudge the bad vibes away. Quick note that there are indigenous communities who would plead with white people in particular to not use sage or palo mm-hmm. santo outside of a ceremonial setting so just like maybe do your research on that mm-hmm. um there are other things you can use other than white sage and palo santo right. um if you still notice signs amanda lynette meter a spiritual living blogger success success okay <laughs> suggest <laughs> talking to it compassionately <laughs> asking it to leave she says you might even discover that you've brought a, you've brought home a friend that feels very optimistic amanda yes um, very demons are not just gonna be like oh you want me to go okay yeah i'll go <laughs> yeah that's true Jesus. um of course if you don't feel comfortable contacting the ghost yourself you can always hire a medium shaman or other healer who will mm-hmm. perhaps the easiest tactic if you have a niggling suspicion that the cactus coffee mug you bought from the goodwill is possessed <laughs> toss it or donate it back to a thrift store <laughs> people have obviously done it before yeah i just thought that was fun because it touched on yeah. so many different ones yeah. i was like oh my god that is um cool. and also some pointers for if you come across one right what to do oh yeah um you never know what you're okay. buying exactly so i have a couple more and these are actually like like it's a Reddit thread and a Quora thread. And I wanted to just like read the prompt and then read some of the comments. Cause they're okay. like very creepy and just like kind of yeah. fun. Cool. Um, so the prompt is from April Scott 45 and she asks, have you ever bought a haunted item at a thrift store? Um, and then she goes on to say, I've known a few people who've ended up with paranormal phenomenon going on in their homes because of a haunted object that they've bought from a thrift store or online. So if anyone has a paranormal story to share involving a thrift store item, I'd love to hear it. Please share. So this one really made me laugh. The first comment that has the most upvote says, no, but every time I see something creepy, I point at it and say haunted just so it knows I know. <laughs> and if my uncle is listening, that is such a Scott thing. Haunted. <laughs> like, haunted yeah. so it knows I know. I was dying laughing. I was like, wow, that is my uncle in a nutshell. Um, 
Okay, so there's someone who commented, Kiki LC said, there's this painting I've seen three times in three different thrift shops of a little Whoa. girl getting kissed on the cheek by a little boy, but the girl has this dead blank stare at you. So mm -hmm. it looks like she's looking at you with those dead eyes. <laughs> yeah. That is so freaking creepy. I always send a picture of it and send it to my sister and tell her it's found us again because mm -hmm. she found it at a thrift store two after I sent it once. So they just keep, they both keep encountering Whoa. it over and over again at Creepy. different places. Mm. Yeah. Um, Crayons Cooking says, I didn't actually buy it, but there was a vintage Last Rites kit at my Goodwill that creeped me out hardcore. Mm. Again, the religious stuff is just like a hard no-go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I knew what it was and it wasn't the association with the dead that, with sorry, with death that bothered me, but it's like it carried the most evil vibe. It gave me the feeling that whoever owned it was a horrible, evil person and it left that energy. I put mm -hmm. it back on the shelf and left quickly. A few days later, I tried to go to the same store, but felt paralyzed with fear of that object as soon as I turned into the parking lot. So I ended up not even stopping the car. Whoa. Like <laughs> that energy had that much power over Yeah. That. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Um, this is Cossetine. Um, they say, this isn't haunted per se. However, one of my exes bought this painting at a thrift store of a woman with a falcon on her shoulder. The thing was massive, and it always felt like her eyes were following you around the room. <laughs> he hung it above the TV. Like, why would you buy that? <laughs> yeah. You're um, he hung it above the TV and after a few weeks it started appearing in my dreams and have continued long since we've broken up oh no. that I don't like no yeah. haunting dreams um, mm -hmm. um, uh, pygmy tree says I haven't brought any of these items home but I do have stories of odd experiences happening at thrift, store, thrift stores I was at a Savers thrift store with my boyfriend and we were walking past the toy se section and out of nowhere, one of the dolls just fell off the shelf right in front of us <laughs> we're walking by. I picked it up and put it back and continued on, not really thinking of anything of it. But the, the other weird experience I had was at a different Savers location. I was looking at some paintings and there were couches and recliners in that section. Well, out of the corner of my eye, I saw an older blonde woman sitting on one of the recliners. It kind of didn't feel right to me for some reason because I didn't remember seeing a blonde woman near me before I started looking at the paintings. So I looked back at the couch and there was nobody there and also no blonde women in the vicinity. Hmm. That's bizarre. This made, yeah, this made me think back to the doll incident and wonder if there's something more to it. Yeah. Well. Very weird. Hmm. Um, this is from this. This comment is interesting, super brief, but it's called. Um, good fair it's i think a th an actual thrift store and they commented and they were like not going to go into detail but let's just say we get a lot of phantom alerts on our warehouse security cameras in the middle of the night <clears throat> when i open the app and review the video there's either nothing or creepy shadows but Whoa. no actual people weird well i guess i'm not surprised there's no. so many items with such unknown histories in one place it's not yeah yeah not shocked yeah. <laughs> that thrift stores yeah. would be no. paranormal not at all 
Um, this is from Aaron Kelly's Bones. Uh, I bought a very old painting of a boy at the antique mall. I found him hanging behind a large hutch and the woman didn't even know she had it. We worked out a price and I own him now. He's hanging up over my sofa and I swear his facial expressions change every <laughs> once in a while. I also have one of two little girls that my mother is absolutely terrified of for some reason. She <laughs> said it gives off a really evil energy. Mm -hmm. It's like, burn it. Burn yeah. it. Trust burn it. your mom. Trust your mom she and fucking burn it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I bought, this is, this is from a user who's no longer on Reddit. So it just says deleted, but mm -hmm. this is a good one. I brought, I bought this really old, super heavy mirror with a wood, wooden carved frame. The glass is really thick and beveled. The mirrored part is this crackled foil type paper behind the glass. I guess that's how they used to be made. It was behind a bar near Tombstone, Arizona. So they literally just like found it somewhere, yeah. which like, that's probably what I would do is not bring it to a store because I'd be like, mm -hmm. someone else is going to pick this up. I'd put it yeah. like in a dumpster. Yeah. So that's right. probably what happened. Mm -hmm. So um, <clears throat> I brought it home and nothing has been calm since. Um, extreme paranormal activity. I don't know how much of it was brought by the mirror itself, but I 100% believe that it, for lack of a better word, activated whatever is lingering in the home or property. <laughs> I have, I have had psychics bring it up to me on multiple occasions. They'll ask me about the mirror and to get rid of it immediately. Whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They always have differing views on how to get rid of it. It's dangerous for others who are unaware and I don't want that bad karma. Plus it's honestly really beautiful and I'm, I have a hard time parting with it despite all of the problems I've had. Hmm. After I felt I had PTSD from all the activity it brought about, I had to cover it and put it in the basement. Currently trying to sell it to someone who knows how to handle an item like this. I don't want to throw it in the trash. I feel like someone would take it and open Pandora's box again. Mm -hmm. It's an it's like an amplifier of some soit. Some soit. Some soit. Of some soit. <laughs> um, I have such hormone brain today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just, I'm sober. Like stone cold sober. Because <laughs> I'm not always. Yeah. So I'm, sober I'm drinking a bubbly. Yeah. Um, okay. It's, it's like an amplifier of some sort. Soit. Um, I should have just leaned in, honestly. Just yeah. embraced it. Just fire of some point. Start hey, reading can... in an accent that matches <laughs> of some sort. I don't even know what is that like, like thirties, like yeah, yes, like a radio announcer in the twenties or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, it weakens the vibration of the house until extreme instability arises. At least that's my theory. It's been in six homes in 10 years. I've found out activity starts when the mirror is displayed. Oh. Um, anyone have an outlet for the disposal of such an item? Please share. Also Sage does absolutely nothing to this item. Hmm. So they've tried cleansing it. It sounds like. Hmm. Wow. Creepy. Yeah. They need professional uh, help. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> so that is, oh shoot, I just closed the wrong tab. Um, that is the Reddit thread. Wow, um, this good. one, yeah, this one is also creepy. Um, this is from, where was their name? <laughs> oh, it looks like they're not on here anymore. Okay, anyway. Mm -hmm. um, 
am I haunted? I got a doll at the thrift store a month ago and just hung it on my wall. Tonight, my light started turning off and on, the light that is directly under it, and stopped when I removed it from my room, which is fucking weird. Wait, they hung the doll on the wall? (laughs) Yeah. Who knows, man? People are weird. My guess is they hung it, hung a shelf and put it on the shelf. That makes more sense. Weird weird way to say that, but yeah. Um, Carrie Stewart replied, things happen in my home too. I swear it is very real. My daughter has seen spirits um, when she was younger as well. It's definitely not out of the ordinary for energy to be attached to a deceased person's things, especially if you're getting it from a thrift store. There's a ton of information and a lot of stories like yours online. Um, Just don't watch Annabelle, LOL. Seriously, though, if you feel like something (laughs) is off, it would help to get rid of the doll in a respectful way, of course. So either take it back to the store and stage your home. um, And you can find information on how to cleanse your home properly online as well. So it's like a lot of people are like, "Mm, maybe don't. Um, (laughs) Corka Boga says, not haunted, which at first I read it. I was like, oh, no, they don't think it's haunted. Okay, like non-believer then but there's definitely a demonic attachment to the doll <laughs> i was like that's okay. kind of haunted though no? yeah, like, <laughs> yeah people are funny um they go on to say um they by the way background on this person they qualified under their like username that they actually were um they majored in demonology and demonic activity and i'm like where oh. did you go to school yeah like wow. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, They say, this is why I warn people to pray over all items they bring into their home that have had more than one previous owner. This is because you have no way of knowing what the previous environment was like or what went with it. Items from thrift shops, garage sales, flea markets, borrowed items or items that have been handed down or forgotten and left by family members or friends. Um, A prayer to the God of the Trinity who is who needs to be prayed to. In their opinion, no other God can or will remove demons. And I think that's just because in the study of demonology, it's so specific to Christianity for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they have a a prayer listed to cast out uh, demons from specifically from items. Um, So it's almost like a, a, an exorcist, an exorcism. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, Um. Paula Whiteley says, get rid of that doll. It is being used as a vessel by a spirit. Be careful when buying things out of thrift stores without first having them blessed. So a lot of people are really on the same page about like, yeah. bless your thrift store, store shit or like cleanse it or whatever. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Salt water. Interesting. Um, yeah. She said, I know a lot of people who've actually opened themselves up to demonic activity specifically by buying innocent looking items that later became their biggest regret. Wow. Which is so interesting. That's really like, demonic yeah um yeah um someone named sg that's just their username i guess mm-hmm. um i used to collect dolls like these i'd love to see a photo if you're willing to share um and also if there's anything else that has happened with the doll i do definitely think it could be haunted given the phenomenon and the fact that moving it seemed to help mm-hmm. um i've never had any haunted dolls myself but i saw and felt drawn to a gorgeous haunted pulpit at an antique store mm-hmm. sadly 
someone else bought it. A few nights after I had seen the pulpit, I felt a really strong protective presence in my one bedroom apartment and saw an opaque white, bright glowing orb, which turned in on itself. Mm -hmm. I kind of got the sense that whatever it was or whoever it was, was saying goodbye. And I wanted him to stay with me. So it was like, he felt this like emotional connection mm -hmm. to this. Pulpit. And so I think he wow. felt it was haunted by like a really good presence that kind yeah. of him, even though it was already paid for by someone else. Mm -hmm. um, uh, another time after I had bought a baker's shelf at an antique store, I saw a grave shadow figure of a man walking through my apartment mm -hmm. and suddenly smelled a men's cologne that I've never smelled before. Yikes. That was all that had happened with it, but it definitely felt like a haunting experience. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, super, super weird. Um I can't remember if there was, I think there was one more. Um, oh, someone else thought that it was like potentially cursed by like black magic. Mm -hmm. uh, something along those lines. But yeah, it was just really interesting that, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It, it was just interesting all everyone's like kind of theories about it. Like, mm -hmm. oh, it's energy from a past life a previous owner like previous environment even mm -hmm. and then other people are like definitely no. a deep <laughs> yeah um, that is interesting yeah. and, then, and then um yeah the the um what's it called black magic black yeah. magic theory. <gasps> yikes so, yeah there yeah. was a whole like laundry list of related posts on Cora about haunted dolls specifically. So I definitely <laughs> think that should be a future episode as well. Yeah. I have some of those today as well. Hell they are yeah. all over the place. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all of mine. So not, nothing like so well, there's a lot of very scary stuff in there, yeah. but it all was very like kind of surface level. Mm -hmm. I watched a lot of YouTube videos because people like go on YouTube and talk about their experiences with these yeah. things, but it was hard for me to like consolidate a lot of what they were saying into like something that I could fit into 30 minutes. So right. yeah. I kind of skipped over some stuff, but a lot of it's just more of the same. Like my bed started shaking in the middle of the night, <laughs> it's falling off the walls and the lights are going yeah. on and off. And that's the items removed from the house it's like mm -hmm. silence yeah calm. that so, is so strange so strange like what the f yeah and like i said i'm not surprised by thrift no. stores and antique stores having this but no. i've never thought about that before like i shop at thrift stores frequently very often right <clears throat> but I've never thought about that before. No, so. me neither. Me neither. No. <laughs> Even sure clothes. Like, I don't really buy items at thrift stores usually. I mean, I mm -hmm. guess I, ha I have actually. Like I have a, a cool like kind of 80s style ashtray. I mean, I, yeah. it's definitely not haunted. It's been in mm -hmm. my house for months. But I, the clothes kind of freak me out because they're yeah. so close to someone else's body. Mm -hmm. Like and I don't mean from like a cleanliness standpoint because obviously I wash them. But yeah. Oh, that just kind of freaks me out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe demons come out in the washing machine. <laughs> just loaded up with Tide. <laughs> Some spray and wash. Um, we'll get the demons right out. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> that's definitely going to be the episode. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, shit. Next time we see All a Reddit right. post, if somebody's like, man, this thing I bought is haunted. <laughs> 
we can comment with a very helpful out in the wash for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just be sure to use hot water. Yeah, use hot water on the demons. <laughs> Demon infested item. Oh, how oh, funny. Okay, your okay. turn. Well, here I go. So um I tried to find or stick to, I guess, more of the eBay stuff. Um, because I know that that exists. Um, yeah, for sure. And the first thing that I feel like comes up on all of these lists is the Dibbuk box, which we've talked about before. Yeah. And I knew that we had talked about it, but I didn't know to what extent you had talked about it in that episode. So I went back to listen to your part. And this is, <laughs> it was so weird. I was listening to it. And suddenly the audio got all garbled. And I was like, is this an episode where we had an audio issue? And then I rewound it and it wasn't. No! (laughs) Ew, dude! (laughs) So I feel like I need a cleanse now. um, Because it was at the part with the Dibbuk box that (laughs) started happening. Mega... Mega chills. I yeah. hate that. I know. I I don't know what would have caused that. So, yeah. Um, but that Dibbuk box, the only thing that's giving me, like, a reassurance is that that's the one that he admitted to having made up the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I won't go into that one because we did talk about it. And because now we know it's fake, (laughs) but I just had to share that part. Um, Some weird spookiness. Well, that also speaks to the fact that like you can create an energy, right? Like Slender Man and all those Mm -hmm. creepy things. But it's like, do we have the power to actually like manifest those things? Maybe. Yes, that is so true. How much evil in the world is human anyway? So why couldn't that energy become something otherworldly, right? Yeah, that is true. Oh, I hate thinking about through it through our way, podcast. Literally. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Yikes! No, you're not welcome here. No, not today or ever. But um, let's start out then on a lighter note now <laughs> to change the tone. Um, this came from Mental Floss. They had a whole list of things, but I'm just going to read this one that I thought was really funny because it's a haunted bra. (laughs) (laughs) It's reportedly um, contains the spirit of a sexy woman, quote unquote, and wearing it will allegedly ensure not just great support, but a constant stream of admiration and gifts. (laughs) Oh, wow, that's um, what we all want. Ladies. I know. I, right? I mean, come on. You have to be come a 32A, on. so you have to be really small. Okay, um, well. That <laughs> rules us out. <laughs> but um, I, I flashed you today. We both know about <laughs> 32A. <laughs> yep. So, but then the other part of this that is weird, it says you can place the bra by a lit white candle to see her spirit in full body apparition. And if you break out a red candle, you can have an erotic encounter with the spirit. <laughs> Which what? Is ghost sex? Apparently. Weird. I don't know how to wrap my mind around that one. But Weird flex. 
but okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's how they advertised it. I don't know if anyone bought it or not, because um, I think that post was pretty old at this point. But just thought that was a little bit of levity. <laughs> um, I love that, though. That's funny. I know. Some sexy woman spirit. Sexy. Hanging out in the bra. Sexy. <laughs> what yeah. a place to live. Hilarious. Um, Okay, so then kind of along with that one and probably a lot of things that are posted on eBay, we know that people can probably charge a higher price if they make up a story about it being haunted Um, because people love a spooky backstory. So (laughs) it it makes it challenging to filter through these. Um, So for example, this first item that I'm going to talk about I was led to it by an article on BuzzFeed that was written by Joanna Bournes. Mm-hmm. And she opens the article by saying that she knew she wanted to write this post about an experience with buying a haunted item. And the first one she wanted was deemed too expensive by purchasing or whatever mm-hmm. um, because it actually ended up selling for over $6,000. and. Wow. It was a supposedly haunted laptop, (laughs) and the posting nearly had me convinced, except for two things, but we'll see what you guys think. So um, the seller wrote that he thought the laptop became haunted because he forgot it overnight under a full moon in a graveyard (laughs) where he was drawing sketches. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) kind of silly, not that I'm reading it out loud. Um, He went back and found it propped open, um, but then things started to get weird. He says, first, I noticed that all of my songs in iTunes had become scary or haunted. Second, the desktop background was changed to a mysterious photo. Um, The seller and his wife, Barbie, noticed stuff around their house had been mysteriously rearranged while they were out the following week. Um, He wrote, when we came home, my baseball cards were all out of order and we had rare American coins (laughs) in total disarray. Sounds like an interesting guy. Um, So he said he then took the MacBook to a psychic medium who placed the haunted laptop in the center of her table, held the seller's hands, and performed a ritual that caused the lights to flicker. She believed the computer was haunted, adding that she told him to burn incense around the computer before bedtime and to sing to it. (laughs) Um, He said, it sounds weird, but this seemed to help at least pacify the tormented soul. The computer remains haunted, but he became more peaceful and even helpful at times. But the two parts of that story, I mean, it's all kind of silly now that I'm reading it out loud, but the two key parts that I was like, uh, no, was he said that occasionally they would come out to see the computer levitating. And the other one was that he wrote this laptop would leave them notes, but not on the screen. It would use a pen <laughs> and That's write That's exactly where you cut notes. out. Okay. Yeah. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that, but right. somebody obviously did because they paid over $6,000 for this computer. 
So thousand dollars. That's bonkers. Yeah. So I call BS on that one, but I thought it was funny, so we included it. But um, that was in the BuzzFeed article that I will now detail um, with the thing that she actually bought, which was a haunted doll. And it was described in the eBay post as being inhabited by a kind, positive spirit named Mary. Oh, that's who, cute. Yeah, it is cute. <laughs> she lived in Ohio, and she liked to paint. And that information had come to the seller in a dream. That's how she knew that Whoa. information about her. So um, when the doll arrived, there were no physical hauntings going on. But Joanna, the author, she got the Spirit Box app that we've talked about oh, in previous yeah, episodes. That we're way too scared to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Awesome. Um, yep. And the, that app became very active um, in Mary's presence. So some of the words that the Spirit Box picked up were loving, incubus, which is weird, Whoa. Nightmare <laughs> cave. That's a, little, that's a little more loving than we want. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, let's see. Cave, earthen, bones, and Ohio. And the Ohio one is especially interesting because the seller said that in the dream, Mary told her she was from Ohio. So that's kind of weird. Um, and it also picked up the words fear, astral, and release. And on a another funny note, <laughs> Joanna said that she had planned to go to a workout class after work one evening, but decided to skip it to go to happy hour. And the spirit box said, exercise tonight. <laughs> Which is weird. Like, go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, I know. So um, since that was being so active, she was like, maybe this is actually something going on. So she took the doll to a psychic slash medium, um, which she detailed in a separate article. But the psychic said that Mary had a very gentle energy about her, but there is definitely a spirit in there. And the psychic, without knowing the backstory, again, picked up on the connection to the Midwest, Ohio, and the interest in painting. So it seems like there's some, there's actually maybe a spirit in there. Um, the rest of the stuff that the spirit box picked up is kind of a mystery, like the cave and the earthen and bones. I hope that's not how she died. Yeah. Um, oh, but, God, I didn't even think about that. Yikes. Yeah, I don't know. So... I don't know that, but it seems like Mary was actually living oh. in this doll. <laughs> so, interesting. Jesus. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a little bit, I'm not going to lie, of what we do in the shadows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not just doll. Not yeah. just doll. Oh, that's funny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is kind of like that, probably. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I have to tell you something okay. really important. What? The guy who plays Nandor mm -hmm. is a cousin of my family friend. <gasps> wow. <Yeah. laughs> Can you so, meet him? 
I don't know. But <laughs> so it's a really good friend of my mom's because I went to elementary school with her older daughter. Mm-hmm. Her daughter, I guess, was my mom was over at her house for dinner and her younger daughter, I guess, had been watching the show and <laughs> was like, wait a minute, like saw the credits and was like, wait a minute, is this our cousin? And like <laughs> called her mom and her mom was like, oh, yeah, it is. And she was what? like, why? And he's like, she's like, oh, he's in this like funny TV show I watch. And she was like, oh, <laughs> so funny, whatever. Whoa. So then she told my mom, and my mom was like, well, I need to tell Olivia because guaranteed <laughs> she watches the show and is uh-huh. in love with him. And I was like, correct <laughs> on both accounts. Um, yes. I think he's so cute. I mean, he's so freaking funny. It's like, how yeah. can you not think he's cute? Yeah. But anyway, I, I was just dying. I was like, that whole like seven degrees from Kevin Bacon. I'm like mm-hmm. three degrees from oh my God. Andor. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I love Andor, it. baby. I love it. I would yeah. love to meet him. I know, right? <laughs> um, the first time I saw a photo of him not in Nandor mm-hmm. character, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. You look good. I you didn't look good. really realize yeah. that he looked like that without that yeah. ridiculous outfit on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, that's good to him. know. It's good to good know. Connection. Maybe my shot. <laughs> I was like, "Can we ask if he's single?" <laughs> she was like, "I'm pretty sure he's like 40." So calm down. Well, I was like, "Hey, age is okay. just a number." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you're yeah. It's I'm almost your birthday. Eight. It's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fine. Okay, sorry to interrupt, no but problem. I knew you'd want to hear that. Yes. That important. I did want to hear that. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome. Um, Okay. Then kind of connected to this one with Mary. I found this Etsy shop that I tried to follow on Instagram, but it's a private account. So hopefully she'll accept me, but she apparently has videos because her whole shop is haunted items. Um, it's called Haunted Moon with a capital D, and that's all one word, antiques. And it's run by somebody named Jen, and she describes herself as a third-generation psychic medium, healer, and witch. And I'm not sure where she sources these items, but right now she has 35 things up for sale. And with each of them, they have a very detailed backstory about the spirit that Jen has been able to contact that's living inside them. Holy shit. So it's fascinating. And she has 128 five-star reviews, like nothing below five stars. And in reading some of these reviews, it's really amazing to me, the attitudes that these people have toward bringing spirits into their homes. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to read a couple of the backstories Jen has written about her items and then some of the reviews. Oh, I love that. Yeah. um, This item is currently for sale, so you could buy it if you want. Um, But it's a ring that has this really big blue gemstone. And it is believed to be inhabited by someone named Josephine. So... She describes Josephine as being very kind, lost soul, who struggled with being turned into a vampire. (laughs) She struggled 
so much that she turned to drugs. She wanted to die. She could not believe this had become her fate. She hated the person who did this to her. She would have chosen death over being a vampire. She is searching for a friend, a light, a mentor in her darkness. <laughs> um, so Josephine is a very kind soul who is very hard on herself. She suffers from low self-esteem and depression because she feels she brought this on herself with the choices and the people she was hanging around when her life was brutally taken from her. It's <laughs> the not vampire. Funny, I know. <laughs> I it is, but these I don't know. Vampire it's, component is funny. Yeah, the, I read this one because of the vampire thing, mm -hmm. but it's so interesting to me because she's she has these five star reviews. She's made two hundred some sales, and everyone who reviewed it basically has said similar things like this is the real deal so maybe it's all these people just have the same willingness to believe something yeah kind of ridiculous they all did, though yeah exactly it makes me think somebody would be like oh i doubt this is this real shit yeah. yeah i just want to buy it to see and then yeah <laughs> so i don't know but yeah um and she said yeah. that this Josephine told her that the vampire who turned her was named Albert <laughs> and he assaulted her. He enjoyed watching her body die and he left her to deal with what he had turned her into. She felt lost, confused, and very scared. Um, she would like to go to a woman who's been through similar experiences, not turning into a vampire, right. <laughs> but being no, hurt know. by someone. Um, and she knows that together you can heal and find the light at the end of your darkest hour. So, and then she even includes like how you can communicate with her and what offerings she likes. So you can put her on your altar, things like that. <laughs> like she enjoys wine, chocolate, crystals, incense, candles, flowers, attention, kindness, doing attention. spirit sessions <laughs> and building a strong bond toward friendship. I like all of those things as well. Same. <laughs> you Someone can put me on the altar. On your altar. Uh -huh. <laughs> yep. Wine, chocolate, reading. That sounds great to me. <laughs> Leisure time. Yep. <laughs> sounds okay, real good to me. Time. Yep. But um, she communicates with people through dreams, apparitions, oh. whispers oracle cards oh, that would scare me yeah me too the pendulum um the spirit box app it says and trigger objects which i'm not even sure what that is i don't know no, I um don't. yeah but then i wanted to read one other <laughs> story because again these seem so like silly when i'm reading them but people seem to genuinely believe this yeah. so i'm just fascinated um, yeah. this one is a doll and okay. it's said to be inhabited by Molly who was born in 1609, like Jesus real long Christ. ago. <laughs> and she was forced oh. to marry a pirate at the age of 15. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. She was taken aboard his ship to take care of him. 
and she knew she would not be his only wife as people took on multiple wives frequently then. Um, A few years passed, a fire broke out on the ship's deck and Molly tried to put it out but was badly burned in the process. The side of her face and her arms were covered in burns. She became very sick while trying to recover from her wounds. Her husband decided to replace her with a younger, prettier version, and she was forced to clean the decks of the ship and treated like a slave, all while being sick. She hated her husband and his new wife, and she was tired of being treated poorly and wanted revenge for the suffering she endured at their hands. One night, while she lay awake, water started to come into her cabin. She knew this was going to be the end of all of them, and she smiled, knowing that her suffering was finally coming to an end. And this doll has the side of its face damaged, like where this real spirit would have had her burns if she is indeed living in there. Um, and yeah, she communicates through thunderstorms, the spirit app, uh, the pendulum, and whispers and dreams. And she likes white chocolate, English pastries, spirit sessions, kindness, attention, crystals, and candles. <laughs> oh, so I love funny. it. It's like a little like, dating app. <laughs> I know. I yeah. Likes long walks on the beach, mm-hmm. pina coladas. Yeah, <laughs> it's fascinating. But so funny. then here are just a couple reviews to finish off because I thought they were interesting. So this first one comes from Jen Jones, who purchased an item that was said to be inhabited by a spirit named Jack. And she said, Jack arrived safe and sound, packed well, blah, blah, blah. Um, he is a positive, loving and kind soul. Jen treats all her spirits like family as they should be treated. Jack fits right in with the rest of my spirits, and he and another spirit of mine from Jen, named Abby, have fallen in love. <laughs> so wow. it's a spirit love story. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then this last one is from somebody spirit named Matthew. Love <laughs> spirit love story. Um, <clears throat> Matthew says that he bought this painting um, inhabited by a spirit named Jenny. So... Jenny came Saturday when I purchased on Thursday, fast shipping. Um, She was so active out of the box with two immediate K2 hits to red. I don't know what that means. So I think, I think what the trigger object thing is like a light or like something Mm -hmm. for it to, if you ask a question, it can turn it on if the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, I just opened up her page because I wanted to like look at what else she has in there. I was like, maybe I would buy something like this. Uh, I wouldn't. Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) No. But because like scary, but she has this like flashing light on a lot of them. Yeah. I wonder if that's what it is. Let me see if she has accepted my follow request. Um, No. She has not. Not yet. Not yet. But I assume because I saw those on Etsy, the little video of like the flashing light. And I assume she has more things like that because at the end of each post, she writes like, check out my Instagram to see like how she's communicated with these objects, Uh, like how she knows. So I really want to watch those. Hopefully I can report back. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Oh yeah, Matthew, he just went on to say that they also had a five minute conversation on his Spirit Box app that was completely in line with the story that Jen told him. So interesting. Yeah. I I just could have looked at that all day long, honestly. <laughs> I think that's so interesting. Um particularly the attitude that people collect these sometimes. Like people were talking about this as if they were having new friends come. And yeah. I would never have thought that way about no. buying well, a haunted even, item. And even if you look at like Obviously, we know the debug box has been like debunked, but well, at least the origin story has been debunked. But I think Mm -hmm. most of the comments on those things are like, I want it. Like, I want to see for myself. I want it. And Mm -hmm. that's just so fascinating to me that there's such a market for this. Like, and I think that's kind of a like morbid curiosity and interest in the paranormal, obviously. But I think a lot of people who are interested in the paranormal are like us, where we also like, because we believe in it, we also kind of fear it. Fear it. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, maybe it's people who are just super skeptical and are like, I'm going to prove that this is bullshit to myself mm-hmm. yeah, or prove that it's real. I don't know. Like, I don't even know. I can't put my finger on like the reason why. And it's probably different for different people, but it's just fascinating how big the market is for this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Sorry, disturbance. Um, <laughs> I know. I don't know. I would never purchase anything if I no. thought there was even a chance of it no. being haunted. So a hard pass. I'm good. Yeah, that is I'll interesting. Buy something new. I'll, I'll, I'll go the non-sustainable route. Yeah, I know. Just to avoid the spirits, you know. Literally, we do what no we spirits. have to do. No, thank you. Um, okay, well, I'll let you go because it sounds like Nora's getting a little antsy. She's getting there. antsy. Yeah. She's getting antsy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But if you have haunted items or experiences with secondhand items or honestly anything, mm-hmm. um, email us at girlsgonespooky at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Girls Gone Spooky. Um, and we post announcements weekly for when new episodes are out. And we post like, well, we think it's funny stuff. Yeah. <laughs> throughout the week Mm -hmm. too so follow us on social and otherwise we will talk to you next week stay spooky friends stay spooky bye